0: Casting from the cradle of liberty in Philadelphia, all the way to the rhythm and blues of Beale Street in Memphis, to high atop the Wasatch
1: Mountains in Utah. This is where politically correct perception meets common sense. This
0: is the Joe Carey
1: Show. Don't you don't,
2: Hey, good news. If you live in the state of Florida, tomorrow is election day. Even better news. Apparently, you don't have to go vote because the local CBS affiliate just released the election results. Now, if you want to worry about, you know, people being concerned about elections and tampering, what better way to do that than have an election scheduled for tomorrow, but release the results today? Now, What's been happening is everybody, you know, there's a lot of people doing early voting, mail-in voting, but the CBS website reported 100% of the uh, precincts having reported, meaning it's over. It's official, right? We're not waiting for any results. We know that can't be true because there's a good chunk of the population that's still going to go out and vote at the voting booth. And to make matters even more incendiary, guess whose district, guess who's running in the district that they reported? Is it Laura Loomer? Is that her name, Brian? So they report, of course, Laura Loomer losing this election. So she wrote to CBS. Her staff is calling and saying, guys, you have to take these results down. One, because they're inaccurate. 100% haven't reported. And two... You're disincentivizing people to come out and vote. That's why on election night, even if the exit polling is showing a certain winner, and even if the, even though the exit polling, you know this state is going to go for this candidate or that candidate, they, the media doesn't report the results. And the reason is they don't want to disenfranchise someone. They don't want you on your way going to the polls to vote. And then hearing on the news, hey, you know, CBS just declared this race for XYZ candidate. Because if you hear that, you may turn around and say, well, if the election's over, I'm not going to vote. That's what's happening in Florida. And and apparently, this is according to Laura Loomer's campaign, she's saying that Uh, The good folks at CBS said, no, they're not going to remove it from their website, which it's my understanding they eventually did. They eventually took it down. But now CBS is not giving an explanation as to how that happened. Now, what I am telling you is this scenario is going to play itself out. Thousands of times across this country on election night, the day after election night, and months after the election. What you're seeing unfold in Florida, times that by a thousand or two thousand because that's going to be happening across this country. And if you don't believe me, look at the latest conspiracy theory being touted by the Democrats. It has to do with the mailbox. The mailbox, not the one in front of your house, those blue mailboxes that used to be everywhere, and now I don't know where they are. Brian, outside of the post office, in your neighborhood, can you think of where one of those blue mailbox bins are? Oh, Brian said yes, but only because it's at the grocery store. So I'm up in Ogden now, and I'm trying to think, outside of the post office, I don't know... Oh, I do. They're right on Washington, across from Wells Fargo. There are two mailbox bins. Can you do that in your neighborhood? I want to talk about this wackadoodle conspiracy theory that Democrats, they left Washington, D.C., right? They couldn't strike a deal with Donald Trump for COVID relief. So they took their football and they went home. They declared a recess. And I'm thinking to myself, you have millions of Americans that are unemployed. You have millions of Americans who are wondering how they're going to afford food or pay the rent. You have small businesses that are struggling to stay afloat. And Congress says we're going home. They're coming back today. Do you know what brought them back? The mailbox conspiracy theory. Let's go to Ray and then uh, we'll talk uh, conspiracy theories right after uh, we talk to Ray. Go ahead, sir. You're on the air. (laughs)
3: Thank you, Joe. Always appreciate your show. And, um, you know, I think there's people out there, from what I can tell, that don't understand the difference between absentee voting and a mass mail-out voting. I mean, you know, I'm a truck driver. I have to go and show my ID and, and sign up for an absentee ballot that comes to my address with my signature on it. But this mass um Mail out voting—they're sending that to addresses you know that people have moved. All these ballots are just—you know—they're um, not there for the person that the anybody can get them and and turn them in. I—I I, I mean, I don't understand why people don't see the difference if you just. Send out ballots all over the world, <laughs> you know. Essentially, and and anybody can get them and, and send them back in, especially in apartment buildings. You know, um, I mean, no, Ray, they don't
2: Ray, even... you're you're hitting this right on the head. You're hitting it right on the head, and and I want to talk exactly about what you're saying, which is while the Democrats are talking, well, well, let me talk about the conspiracy theory. Let me tell you what they're saying. What they're saying, their conspiracy theory now is that the postmaster general, it's funny, right? The two generals that no one ever hears about in 2020, of course, that's the surgeon general. He's in the spotlight and now the postmaster general is in the spotlight. And they're saying that Trump and the postmaster general are conspiring to remove and destroy Those blue mailbox bins that used to be ubiquitous. They used to be everywhere. And they're saying that Trump is ordering their removal to make it more difficult for people to vote by mail. Now, if you're sitting there in your car or your office or your home and you're thinking, Joe, this can't be true. That's what they're bringing the House of Representatives back into session for. They're leaving recess early, and you know when you're a kid, you hate when recess ends early. They're bringing everyone back from recess to vote on a bill that I guess would, what, require these mailbox bins to be everywhere? Now, if you think that, well, Joe, maybe this was just, you know, one uh, progressive paper that raised this or it can't be it can't be systemic. I mean, Taylor Swift, right, the, the singer, she came out and she was chastising Trump, you know, whatever she says about she was bloviating over something about, you know, this is another attempt by Trump to limit the vote, disenfranchise people. Okay, she's a celebrity. Let's dismiss her. But then the vice president, the former vice president, Joe Biden Yet yeah, Joe Biden on a conference call, now the reason you haven't heard this is there were probably only four people on the call, but Joe Biden, when he was speaking about this, he says and I'm quoting they're going around literally with tractor trailers picking up mailboxes, Biden said at a virtual fundraiser. You ought to go online and check out what they're doing in Oregon. I mean it's bizarre. Now, given Joe Biden's recent struggles with memory, maybe he can be forgiven for forgetting that during his time as vice president, when Barack Obama was president between 2011 and 2016, how many mailboxes do you think were removed by the post office? 14,000. 14,000 were removed. And since, well, no, in in 2009, the Washington Post wrote, in the past 20 years, 200,000 mailboxes have vanished from city streets, rural routes, and suburban neighborhoods. Where was the outcry then? Where was the talk of disenfranchisement? Where was the conspiracy theory? Biden was vice president when they removed 14,000. This is a desperate party grasping for anything to keep the country in panic, to keep the country in crisis mode. They are governing from crisis to crisis that they themselves are creating. That is a dangerous, dangerous path to be on because it's not sustainable and you are whipping people up into a frenzy a frenzy. And we see what happens when that happens. Take a look at your news. Take a look at the skyrocketing gun crime, the skyrocketing assaults and the the skyrocketing violence. We'll have more right after this break.
4: of nature changing the world one life at a time
3: i've had a lot of really great days back to back which has been a huge blessing even my doctor told me uh, because they asked me to bring everything in that i take on a daily basis he was very encouraged by seeing what i was taking and he, he said he didn't care how many i had you know, he said it's food. And the form that the end was something that he was very, because uh, he's an avid learner, and he's always researching, and uh, he's, he's always excited to see new things. And he told me this would be good. This will help you immensely with the nutrition that you need.
4: Experience the balance of nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Start your journey to better health today by calling 1 800 2468 751 or by going to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code USA.
2: The health care enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a health care program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now. And you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash joe carey. That's LibertyHealthShare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y.
1: Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turn to the good folks at Little Cloud. They help me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com.
2: Welcome back to The Joe Kerry Show. We were talking about the, uh, the latest conspiracy theory by the Democrats. I mean, they're upset that uh, these uh, mailbox bins, you know, the, the old blue bins that you would drop mail into, that they're disappearing. I mean, maybe it has to do with the fact that, you know, individuals – are sending less mail right i mean that's what those boxes were for not for business i mean the business side of things you know the post office is holding its own and it's it's the people it's the individual who are saying you know what it's quicker to send an email to grandma than breaking out pen and paper an envelope and a stamp and these cost cutting measures because that's what this is part of they've been in play for a while now, right? I mean, Trump has been railing against the post office since he came into power, since he became president, generally in the context of Amazon, right? Generally, that Amazon's getting a sweetheart deal off the backs of the American taxpayer. Now, you may or may not know this, but they pick the locations of those mailbox bins. There's actually a science behind it. I didn't know that. I guess it's like the old payphone. Like they just didn't decide, oh, let's put a payphone here. There's a science. And that science, the post office regularly conducts density tests. And that's where they measure the flow of mail through each mailbox bin. And do you know what their standard is for removing one of the bins? Think about this, right? So they're doing this density test. How many letters and packages do you think have to go through one of those mailboxes before the post office decides to remove it? Any guesses? What do you think it is? 300 a day? 500 a day? 1,000? 25 is the threshold. If that mailbox bin receives less than 25 letters a day, it's put on the, you know, endangered list. Doesn't mean it's going away. It means, you know what, we've got to take a look at this. And the reason for that is the post office, by an act of Congress, is told to be self-sufficient. It's told that you will charge a rate. That will be enough to cover your expenses. It's not the taxpayer who's supposed to be on the hook for the mail system. But every year, billions of dollars go from the taxpayer to the post office. So the post office, if they want to save money, they do these density tests and say, you know what? Wow. We have this mailbox bin in, in, in Panguitch, Utah. It only get 18 letters a day. Doesn't mean that gets closed. It means that it goes on a list that once they look at all the factors, maybe it closes, maybe it stays open. And the reason for that is you still have to send somebody out to Panguitch, Utah, to pick up the mail, those 18 pieces every day from that bin. And what they're saying is, well, let's just have them all go to the post office in Penwich. Meanwhile, there's two people in Penguin thinking, where do you think that mailbox bin is? No, that was just hypothetical. I don't know if there's a mailbox bin there or not. Stop looking. And what the Democrats seem to be saying is, if Trump has removed these, he's doing it to disenfranchise voters. Maybe they should subpoena Joe Biden and ask Joe Biden why he and Barack Obama permitted the removal of 14,000 of these mailbox bins. And in 2009, the Washington Post wrote, 200,000 mailboxes, those mailbox bins, have vanished. There was no outcry because people looked at it and said, you know what, people are sending less mail. There's this new thing called the internet. There's this new thing called email and, and texting. But when the Trump administration does it, it's a crisis. And the Democrats have put themselves in this box, right? Because everything Trump has ever done, there were calls for impeachment. There were questions about his sanity. There, everything had an ulterior motive. So now the public just tunes it out. Right? So now you had a member of Congress say, we should subpoena the postmaster general. We should force his appearance in Congress. And if he doesn't appear, send out the sergeant of arms to arrest him. You have a member of Congress calling for that. Now, you have a postmaster general, then you have a sergeant of arms. Generals outrank No, it doesn't work that way. You would have a constitutional crisis. How does a member of the legislative branch arrest someone in the executive branch. I don't think it works that way. And Congress has itself to blame because they were, subpoena- they were issuing so many subpoenas against the Trump administration that Trump said, you know what, I'm not going to honor, I'm not going to send somebody, I'm claiming executive privilege. And Congress took the president to court and they lost Now, that case is on appeal, and we'll see how that turns out. But the first court said, look, the the legislative doesn't, they're equal, they're co-equal. If you give them the power to compel, they're no longer equal. So when you see things like this happening in Florida, where CBS releases the news early of who won and who lost... And then they refuse to take it down, according to the Loomer campaign. You want to see chaos across the United States? You wait till election day. Wait till election day when boxes of ballots are turning up a week, two week, a month after the election in cities across the country. Or when a truckload, one of those little post office trucks, when one of, you know, well, I don't know where those votes went. That's why you need to have a debate on voting by mail. And I get it, Utah Utah is at the tip of that spear. But you ask anyone in Utah and they will say the reason it works effectively is because we have the necessary safeguards in place. We've designed a system to limit Fraud, and to protect the ballot, to make sure that it gets back to where it needs to go in the time it needs to get here. They're slopping this together as fast as they can, putting something horrible together, and it is going to breed chaos. Absolute chaos. But the Democrats thrive in that environment, and that's why they want it. They need to go from crisis to crisis. Look at what happened to Joe Biden. He was beating Donald Trump by double digits. The economy, right? Millions of people unemployed. Thousands of businesses closing. Biden is thinking, I'm going to win this thing. I'm just going to hide in my basement. I don't, as long as I don't say anything dumb, I'll fail on that one, but I, I can make it. Do you know his lead has been steadily shrinking? The last survey, the last survey has Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Usually when you appoint the vice president, you pick up a few points. They lost their lead over Trump nationally, 4%, which is within the margin of error. So Joe Biden went from a double digit lead to a single point lead. Single-digit lead within the margin of error. Even worse is that when you only count the 15 crucial battleground states, Biden's lead is only one percent. That's an amazing turnaround for a president who was confronted with the biggest job loss in America's history, only second to the Great Depression in an economy that we can't get back on track. We'll have more right after this break on The Joe Kerry Show.
5: President Trump says he's not ordered the U.S. Postmaster General to slow down the mail ahead of November's elections.
0: I have encouraged everybody to speed up the mail, not slow the mail. And I also want to have a post office that runs without losing billions and billions of dollars
4: a
5: year. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy will be testifying before the Democratic-led House Oversight Committee next Monday. The Justice Department is announcing new regulations that detail how convicted sex offenders should register under the national registration system in an effort to ensure reporting to the registry is adequately enforced. According to the Department of Justice, the proposed regulations will enhance the enforcement of registration and notifications across the country and ensure that information about sex offenders is available to everyone. You're listening to USA Radio News. As the Democratic National Convention begins tonight, former President Barack Obama will be among the speakers this week. His wife, Michelle Obama, former first lady, will be addressing the convention tonight. Jeff Weaver was the campaign manager for former presidential candidate Senator Bernie Sanders. He says there will be some moderate Republican speaking at the DNC convention, but reminds everyone. I think there are people who uh, understand that uh, this is a, a demonstration of the fact that Joe Biden's coalition is a uh, very big his electoral coalition, but I think those of us in the progressive wing of the party are determined to make sure that once Joe Biden is elected that people like John Kasich are not part of the governing coalition. Some delegates have also voiced their concern regarding Kasich speaking as well. Home builder confidence is running at a record high. The National Association of Home Builders says its housing market index jumped six points to seventy eight in august. You're listening to USA Radio News.
2: Hey, welcome back to the Joe Kerry show. We were talking about the latest survey, which shows Joe Biden. I mean, his campaign imploding, probably an overstatement, but certainly struggling to go from a double digit lead to a a single digit lead and then a, a one point difference in the swing battleground states. That is a campaign that is struggling. Their big convention, I think it starts tonight, doesn't it, Brian, or tomorrow night? I think the DNC convention uh, is this week. And uh, the Trump campaign has come out and said, hey, uh, either Trump or a surrogate is going to do a 15-minute recap every night of the crazies that speak at the convention. Now, you think about this. Usually, the other side doesn't want to talk about the convention of the other party because you don't want to give it airtime. The Trump campaign is so convinced that all you're going to hear is we're going to raise your taxes, we're going to push the Green New Deal, we're going to limit opportunity, that the Trump campaign is, hey, we're going to do a 15-minute recap every night of the craziness you're going to hear at these conventions. There's another poll, this one uh, not on paper, but it's people voting with their feet. And we talked about this, I guess it was a couple weeks ago, but listen to this. In the first half of 2020, through, through since about June of 2020, gun sales have increased by 95% over 2019. Almost a 100% increase in gun sales. Over 10 million guns sold in the first six months of 2020. That is a Staggering number of guns. And if you wonder why you're having difficulty finding ammunition, ammunition sales are up by a staggering 139%. 137% of that was actually traced back to Utah County. So go figure. I mean, it's... That's staggering, right? Because... If you've got a 100% increase in gun sales, that makes sense, right? You're going to have people going out and buying bullets. But it's not only the new gun owners that are buying. It's people, obviously, who have had guns. They're buying ammunition at a record rate as well. The highest increase in new gun purchases among black men and women. Up over, uh, up over 58%. So I don't care what someone is telling a pollster. I don't care if this pollster is appearing in person or they're doing it over the phone or by text. You look at what people are doing and people are saying, I don't feel safe. And where don't they feel safe? In Democrat-controlled neighborhoods Where the policy seems to be, we're going to let the anarchists control the day. We're going to let the anarchists destroy buildings, destroy property, and assault people. But when you have this massive spike in gun ownership, the biggest spike over any other prior time period... The highest ever since the FBI began recording these statistics 22 years ago. You know what else is spiking? Do you, know, do you know what other products and goods are also seeing a surge in sales in these cities run? I shouldn't say run because they're not being run. Being mismanaged uh, by uh, 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 Democrats. Body armor. Do you ever think to yourself, oh, I really need to go out and get some body armor. Have you ever really seriously contemplated, you know what? I'm so concerned about myself or my family or my kids. I have to go out and buy body armor. Because apparently that discussion is taking place at kitchen tables all around the country. Body armor. Uh, Sales of body armor are up 80% in New York City. 80%. And look, guns are expensive. Ammunition is expensive. Body armor is expensive. So when someone makes the decision to gun up, when they decide to buy a firearm or buy body armor, that's a discussion you're going to have with your family that's a big decision. And families are having this conversation, and my heart goes out to them. Because what must be happening right outside your door for you to sit down with your spouse and say, you know what, honey, I, we need to think about buying a gun? How bad. Must it be across the street or the apartment next door for you to say, you know what, I've lived here 10 years, never thought about buying a gun. Honey, we've got to buy a gun. And while I'm out doing that, I'll stop by the body armor store. And these politicians, they don't care. They don't care because they're afraid. They're just as afraid of the violent militant left As that couple who have to go out and face it every day. And what are they doing about it? Isn't that the question? Like what is really, did did you see the video? Uh, It was on social media. Somebody driving down, I think it was Fifth Avenue in New York City. I used to, I worked in New York City for three years. I love the city. I love the energy. I love the diversity. And I love how you you can just walk by the most bizarre scenes on the planet and nobody looks twice because been there, done that. They showed somebody driving down, I, I believe it was Fifth Avenue, and it was boarded up. I mean, they had the Jersey barriers out in front of the stores. They were all covered with either metal or wood over the glass. Do you think somebody from CBS, ABC, C? I mean, all the media affiliates are right there in the city. Isn't it odd that none of them are reporting on that? Isn't that a little bizarre? You pass it every day going to work. You don't think, hey, there might be a story here. Well, there is, but it it doesn't carry the narrative. And because it doesn't carry the narrative, it's not worth sharing with the people. And again, you have a mayor who Democrats are saying is the most incompetent mayor in the history of the country, not just for New York City. Every city since our inception. Because he doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. And it's sad. It's tragic because his consequences, because his decisions are going to have real world consequences. But this is the problem. They think that money solves all the problems, right? So the MTA, which runs the New York City subway system. Look, it's, it's an impressive system. If you've never been there, it is amazing. You can walk down... Must be two stories in some of these subway stations. Yes, and I'll admit it's a rather unpleasant smell, but it, it's amazing to watch what they've built. And they ferry millions of people a year through the subway. It's basically bankrupt. Right? COVID, no one's riding. Plus, the city didn't do itself any favors. They didn't start cleaning the thing until halfway through uh, the COVID crisis, the beginning stage. And they think the solution is, well, we're just going to. This is what they said. If we don't get the money from the federal government, we may never be able to recover. Well, what are you doing to help yourselves? Have you reopened the city? Are you telling businesses we're going to make it safe for you to reopen? We're making the subway system safe. No. Their solution is, you know, the good folks of Utah, you open. Florida, you open. Texas, you open. And you know what? Send your tax dollars to Washington, D.C. because they're going to send it to us. Is that right? Is that the way it's supposed to work? The good folks of those states assume all the risk. And then a portion of the benefit goes to Washington, D.C. to subsidize states that felt, not only felt, but they mocked, right? They mocked Texas and Florida for reopening. So they'll mock them, but their hands extended to say, you know what? Give us a portion of your tax money. Hey, when we come back, uh, a new segment, Socialism Works. If you like dogs, you probably don't want to listen to this next segment. But if you're a cat lover, tune in. We'll be back right after this break.
4: Here a commercial for a very unique mortgage team that has a very specific advantage that could save your family monthly and lifelong money. Two things you should know. One, we were started by a dad and his son and his wife and his sister-in-law, and we've grown to be a faith-focused mortgage team that's helping families across the US. We're faith and family at our core, and we don't hide it. Two, we've still stayed fairly small, on purpose. We're only about a couple dozen people, a makeup that we believe lets us truly know every person that calls. But we also have a big advantage. Our company is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. A reality that often allows us to get you a better rate, which could save you monthly and lifelong money.
0: We or United Faith Mortgage at UnitedFaithMortgage.com. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Milo Park, Melville, New York, licensed mortgage banker. For our licensing information, go to Animalist Consumer Access.org, Corporate Animalist number 1330, Equal Housing Lender, licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, Mississippi, Montana, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah.
2: The healthcare enrollment period has just ended. Did you miss it? Don't go a whole year without having a healthcare program. Sign up for Liberty Health Share today. As a Christian health care sharing ministry, they are not insurance. So you can still sign up. There's no open enrollment period. You can sign up now and you can pick the program of your choice. You get to select your doctors and your hospital. They have programs for single individuals, for couples and families. Best of all, there are no contracts. And plans start at only $199 per month. Go to libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey. That's libertyhealthshare.org backslash Joe Carey, K-E-R-R-Y.
1: Hi, this is Stan Ellsworth. You know, I know a little bit about history. I mean, me and that Harley and all. But social media, well, that's a mystery to me. So I turn to the good folks at Little Cloud. They help me develop my social media. They call it an online footprint. I'm a pretty big guy. Little Cloud, they've created a pretty big online presence for me. Let them help you. Visit their website. Visit my friends at littlecloudmedia.com.
2: Hey, welcome back to The Joe Carey Show here on K Talk 1640 AM, 801 331 8113. Thank you for uh, tuning in and uh, listening. You can always find the podcast uh, version of, our, uh, of this show on SoundCloud.com. Just uh, look up The Joe Carey Show or Anchor FM or Anchor.fm and uh, look up The Joe Carey Show or the network Fed by Ravens and you will see the, uh, all the shows on that network. Uh, Thank you for uh, tuning in, for listening, and for your support. You know, there's this growing push among young people that you know socialism is okay, socialism works, and it's amazing because no matter how many facts or stories you share with them, they just believe it's it's a superior system. And everything in my body is saying it's not because it takes away your agency, it takes away your choice. Right in, in capitalism, it's tough because you have decisions to make. And some of those decisions are based from abundance. Right? Did you ever try to pick out a new barbecue sauce at the supermarket? There, it's abundance. It, all these choices. You know what's produced the app store? Capitalism. And all those apps. I was looking for a scheduling app. Just page after page, and they were free for the basic version. And I get it. It's easy to look and say, well, capitalism brings out the worst in people. You think? Do you want to see a system that's put over 20 million people to death? Let's take a look over on this side of the road. Let's take a look at the socialist model. And here's another story that's a direct result of socialism. Socialism. North Korea. Now, this is from the Daily Mail, which is it's, it's got a good reputation in terms of its stories being accurate. But I want to share this with you because I think remember in Venezuela, Maduro takes over. Hugo Chavez, he's elected and he's elected because he's promised the people there will be a chicken in every pot. Right. There's going to be food for you. And his. Voters were rewarded. He went to Petrobas, the uh, Venezuelan oil company, and he drained it. He took all their money. And so a company that was paying dividends, reinvesting in future exploration, he took their billions of dollars and he distributed it to his supporters and to voters. Well, he killed the golden goose, right? I mean, when he took that money... He left just the shell of the company, and it was no longer able to generate the revenues that he needed. That's why Margaret Thatcher said the problem with socialism is that eventually you run out of other people's money, right? So he went to Petrobras, took all their money. Oh, they don't have any more money. He gets cancer. He passes on. Maduro takes over. Well, he doesn't have the the charisma of Hugo Chavez. And there's no more money, right? There's no more money to take. So people start to get hungry, more hungry than they were prior to Chavez ascending to president. So what do they do? They start rummaging through garbage in the streets. They start going to the garbage landfills looking for food. And then someone has the idea, well, wait, there's animals at the National Zoo, We can go to them and we can eat. And they do. Now, where were all the Hollywood celebrities like Sean Penn and others? Remember they went down and they kissed the golden ring of Hugo Chavez? Oh my gosh, Hugo Chavez, you're leading the world. You're showing what, what good leadership is. You're taking from the rich and you're giving to the poor. It's not sustainable. California right now, considering a wealth tax, a wealth tax is different, right? You have income tax based on how much you're, you're making. A wealth tax is based on things you've already paid taxes on. So you pay income, then you buy stock. Then they're like, well, you own all the stock. We're going to charge you a percentage of the value of the stock you bought with money we already took from your taxes, It's punitive. But don't worry. It's only going to apply to the super rich. Who they define, I believe, I believe the legislation they're looking at is $15 million in wealth or above. You think people are going to stick around California? You think if you have the money, you're going to stick around and say, you know what, you tax me. I'm paying outrageous property taxes. And now, just because... I've been successful. I've worked hard. You're going to tax me on my wealth? They're not. They're going to leave. And they're going to go to states like Utah, Nevada, Texas, Florida. And I don't, think I, I don't think they're motivated by this obligation to escape responsibility. And I even think they're willing to pay for more than their fair share, right? 1% of the taxpayers in the state of New York pay 50% of the income tax. And they do so without complaint. I think the complaint is we're spending all this money, but things aren't getting better. Things are getting worse, So why would I continue to subsidize something that you're making worse? So let's fast forward to North Korea, this story out of the Daily Mail. Kim Jong-un, the president of North Korea, who had an opportunity to bring prosperity and peace to his side of the Korean Peninsula with Donald Trump. He rejects it, right? He doesn't do it. The United Nations estimates that 60% of North Korea's 25 million people are facing widespread food shortages. 60% of 25 million people not enough to eat. So, what does Kim Jong un announce? He announces today that if you own a dog, it's illegal. Because dog ownership is a symbol of capitalism right? Because only rich people own dogs That's what he's saying right? That's his spin He can't come out and say what Because what's the truth he's, He doesn't want people not to own dogs Because he thinks it's a symbol of capitalism They need the food Now before you say Joe That's the most racist That's the Daily Mail This is what the article says. North Koreans are ordered to hand over decadent pet dogs for restaurant meat as the country is rocked by food shortages. Dictator Kim Jong-un announced that owning a pet is now against the law. Authorities are identifying homes with dogs in Pyongyang, that's the capital, and rounding them up. Some of the dogs are sent to state-run zoos or sold to dog meat restaurants. And then it goes, and I didn't know this. I mean, dog meat has long been considered a delicacy on the Korean Peninsula. One million dogs are reared on farms to be consumed every year. I I didn't know that. But that's how socialism works, right? You can't come out and say, look, our policies have failed. Right. Look at Chicago, look at New York City, look at these big cities where violence is in its third month or approaching its third month. Has any one of those leaders come out and said, you know what, we better look at our policies. No, all they do is they, they create word games. Well, it's the guns. It's Trump. It's anything but what we're doing to you. Because they've got to channel that hatred. They've got to channel that negative energy. Because I will tell you, the mayor of your city probably has a bigger impact on your day-to-day life than the president of the United States. Now, they don't want you to know that because then you show up at their house protesting. Socialism has never worked because human nature is basically the same, right? 400 years ago to today, the greatest struggle we face isn't me against you or you versus society. It's conquering ourselves. That's why the founding father said, you know what? This whole thing only works if the people understand their role in it. If the people understand their responsibility to each other. Then it works. If not, it's not going to work. Hey, thank you for listening to The Joe Carey Show. Remember, get right with God. Be kind. Stay tuned. Brian Hyde up next.